I will admit it, I don't like to wait. But just because I'm waiting, it doesn't mean that God isn't working. Imagine during these times of wait that God is building his kingdom and don't waste the wait. Hi, my name is Dan Slofer. I'm the senior pastor at Crosswalk Church in Phoenix, Arizona, and I'd like to welcome you to our new message series. It's called Imagine, and uh, kind of the tagline is Building God's Kingdom. And specifically today, we're going to look at Psalm 130, and the theme is Don't Waste the Wait. Now, to set a little backdrop for this, our, our Imagine message series, if you've been around Crosswalk, you might know that Imagine is the name of our uh, building initiative of, that we've been running. Now, the issue is, is that Imagine started in 2019, or was supposed to, and because of COVID and a number of different things and building costs, it's, it's been delayed and delayed. And for that reason, you know, it's a little, maybe it could be seen as disappointing. We were originally hoping to dedicate our building in Christmas of 2022, this year, and we have not even started building yet. And for that reason, as we look at this message series, it, it's going to be a year in now uh, that we've gone into this initiative, and the messages that we're going to see are ones that apply specifically to imagine and some of the things we're going through, but we're going to see that especially this building God's kingdom is something so much bigger than building a building, and it's something that God is doing constantly. Even, even during this time where we are waiting and maybe progress isn't what we wanted it to be. So where I start today, Psalm 130, it's one of my favorite psalms, and, and I hope it's one of your favorites as well. And I'm just going to read Psalm 130. Out of the depths I cry to you, Lord. Lord, hear my voice. Let your ears be attentive to my cry for mercy. If you, Lord, kept a record of sins, Lord, who could stand? But with you there is forgiveness so that we can, with reverence, serve you. I wait for the Lord. My whole being waits, and in his word I put my hope. I wait for the Lord more than watchmen wait for the morning, more than watchmen wait for the morning. Israel, put your hope in the Lord, for with him is unfailing love, and with him is full redemption. He himself will redeem Israel from all their sins. And this is the word of the Lord. And now as we go back to the psalm and we take a look at it, we start with the first words, Out of the depths I cry to you, Lord. Lord, hear my voice. Let your ears be attentive to my cry for mercy. The, the very first words, out of the depths, the, the picture that is given by the psalmist is, is literally it means I'm drowning. Lord, I'm in over my head and, and everything just seems to be coming down on top of me. And if we're honest, as I told you, we're, we're talking about our Imagine Building program, delaying in a building does not really even count to me. I mean, as I look at this, that is not what makes me feel like I'm in over my head, especially as I do ministry and see people who uh, have someone they love who's sick and maybe terminally ill. 
as they go through difficult times in their life. They're, they're in over their heads. We use that terminology financially where they're, they're overwhelmed by debt or overwhelmed by a problem or overwhelmed by their job. Uh, whatever it is, and, and so probably for you today, maybe the question is to ask yourself, what is it that makes me feel overwhelmed right now? That I am just, feel like, Lord, I, I, I need hope because I can't do this by myself. So the, the psalmist says that, but then says, Lord, hear my voice. Let your ears be attentive to my cry for mercy. Let your ears be attentive to my, to my voice and to my cry for mercy. Someone has asked me, uh, people have asked me this a number of times, when I preach, when I'm in a church, do I uh, notice babies crying or does it bother me? And my answer to that, most often than not, is the, the only cries that would bother me would be my own, my own children's crying. And, and the reason why is my ears, and, and moms know what this is like, you know what it's like to, to hear your own child crying. And, and you probably also know what it's like when it's a, it's a serious cry, the difference between uh, just a little cry and, and something is wrong. And what this is saying, in those times when we are in over our head, when we cry to God, he knows us specifically because we are his children. And this is what is meant to be so comforting with this psalm is that not only does God know, but God hears and God answers. Even at a time when, when we feel like he's waiting, when we're stuck in the middle of this, God knows and he answers our prayers. He knows our voice. He goes on. If you, Lord, kept a record of sins, Lord, who could stand? But with you there is forgiveness so that we can with reverence serve you. Again, what I've found in ministry is very often when people are going through difficult times, it's not hard, it's not a stretch to say, I bet God is doing this uh, to, for, for something I did. I did something in the past and now it's time where God's coming and, and I'm being punished for something I did. And I just think of that so many times people have said, well, the sin of my past continues to haunt me and, and God is punishing me right now. And what the psalmist is saying is, Lord, if you kept a record of sins, if God did that, every one of us would have this happen. Um, every one of us would be in a situation where, where God is throwing down lightning bolts at us for, for what we've done wrong and, and poetic justice or karma or whatever you want to call it uh, would be constant. But that isn't what happens. Lord, if you did that, no one could stand. We would all be over our heads all the time. But with you, there is forgiveness so that we can with reverence serve you. And that is why at times when we feel like we're over our heads and that we are in this dark place, it's important for us to look to the cross because it's there that the punishment for our sins, the record of our sins was nailed to that cross. It's there where Jesus paid the price so that we don't need to live in fear of God getting back at us for what we've done. And so hear this very clearly. Your sins are forgiven. It's a regular part of what we do, again, uh, to, to go to him uh, and confess our sins. To go to him and say, Lord, I've sinned against you. I deserve hell. I do deserve punishment for what I've done. But Lord, 
I come to you and ask for mercy. And we are shown that mercy by Christ so that we can stand before God. And, and notice, not only stand before him, but now even in the wait, even in the difficult times, we can serve him. The psalmist goes on, I wait for the Lord. This is the waiting time where I wish this would stop. I wish now that I understand my sins are forgiven, God is with me, that I won't have to deal with this anymore, but that's not the way it works. I wait for the Lord, my whole being waits, and in his word I put my hope. I wait for the Lord more than watchmen wait for the morning, more than watchmen wait for the morning. This, this time of waiting. And, and what does the psalmist say that he does? At the time when he's waiting, he goes to God's word, reads those words and promises about the future, about what God will do, and now instead of a, a time of wasted worry, it's a time where God is building hope, hope in his word and, and hope in his promises so that when the psalmist thinks about the waiting, that, that the waiting is, is no longer this worry time, but it's just like a watchman who waits for the morning. That just as surely as I know there's going to be a sunrise tomorrow, I know that, that God is going to be there for me and gives me hope no matter what I'm going through. This, this made me think a little bit at, at times because sunrises come at different times in different times of the year. And I just happened to be last week, I was uh, in South Dakota on the Missouri River, which is the dividing line between uh, the central and the mountain time zone. And it was before the time they go through the time change. So sunrise was at 8.30 a.m. And I, I remember the first day that we were, we were driving through the night to get there. It was 7.30 in the morning. And it was still dark. I mean, really dark. And, and I'm like, what's going on? And it's this reminder that, that sometimes the, the, the sunrise is later later than you want it to be. Other times in the summer, in the same place, it can be at five in the morning. And so, as we wait on God, sometimes it comes sooner, sometimes it comes later, but it always comes. The promises of God we can embrace knowing that he will not abandon us. This, this, this time of waiting when we go to his promises is not a waste of time, and his promises are, are sure, they are certain. The psalmist ends the, the psalm with verses seven and eight. Israel, put your hope in the Lord, for with the Lord is unfailing love, with him is full redemption. He himself will redeem Israel from all their sins. And I hope you noticed as I emphasize those words, unfailing, full, and from all their sins, that, that finally the long game of, of what God is doing with us is he wants us to understand that we are going to have a full redemption, that all of these sins are, are taken away. And so we live in this time between the already of Christ paying for our sins on the cross and the not yet of experiencing this fully being with the Lord in heaven. And so in that way, as we live our lives, all of us, all of us together are in this time of waiting until we get to be with the Lord or this time of waiting until Christ returns again. And yet, even in that wait, we know what's coming 
as certain as a sunrise is the unfailing love of God no matter what we're going through. As certain as the sunrise the next day is the full redemption, the payment for all of our sins uh, that Jesus has, has taken every one of them. And so during this time of, of waiting that you are in, no matter what it is, we go back again and strengthen that relationship with our God through his word, through his promises on a daily basis, going back to him, confessing our sin, being reminded of our, our forgiveness and how much he loves us. The final words that I wanna share with you have to do with a building project and specifically building God's kingdom and, and how we can live this out in our lives. And I, I, the final words are from Matthew 7. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, the winds blew and beat against that house, yet it did not fall because it has foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash. And so, I, I love it. I love this section with Psalm 130 because what it's saying is there are going to be times in our life when the, the rain does come down, when the streams do rise, and when the wind comes and beats against our house. And so, again, we, we already said, yeah, we get that, that we understand that there are times when we are in over our head. And what we do now is if you're not in a time like that is we prepare. And how do we prepare? By hearing God's word and, and putting in into practice that we learn and do. And that really, when you think about it, is what building God's kingdom is. That, that it's living our faith out and, and every day uh, having that personal relationship with God that is evident in everything that we do. It's, it's the Holy Spirit taking up residence inside of us. And so during this time period, uh, we think that there are things that we need to get done that maybe we're waiting on, like a building project or whatever it is, and, and we're waiting to get that done. And what God is doing is using the wait to get us done. And that is why during this time period, uh, specifically talking about Imagine, the, our Imagine initiative, and specifically wanting to build a church building uh, and wanting to have it done, thinking that we would be in it like a month from right now and it not happening, I'm not uh, disappointed by that. I'm just not. And I think the reason why is because I see during this time period how God is building people. And I, I go through the, the different things that are happening at Crosswalk. We have what we call a discipleship target. As, as people slowly grow in their faith and, and go from individuals who are just hearing God's word for the first time to individuals who are serving in the kingdom. And, and specifically, when I, I think about that, I think about the Christian essential classes. If you haven't done that, I, I pray that you do or find out what they're about because they're about our, the connection that we have to God and other Christians in Christian Essentials 1. They, Christian Essentials 2 is about 
learning God's word and being a self-feeder, being able to go and, and find Bible readings to do and, uh, and growing in your faith and learning how to do that. And just an aside with that is right now if at Crosswalk, we're going through a, a Bible reading plan on the book of Haggai. So if you want to check that out, you can go to our website under events or go to the Church Center app under events and join us in that Bible reading program. Christian Essentials 3 is about discovering our gifts. I think of all the people who are serving in, in very specific roles as they've gone through a strengths finder test and, and look at how God has made them specifically for, for purposes of serving in his kingdom. And finally, Christian Essentials 4 is just sharing your faith, taking your story and God's story and, and seeing how they interact maybe even seeing the times of wait in your life and how God has used that to get you done. And as if that weren't enough, which it is, there are, are things like our grief share ministry, resilient ministry, growth groups, uh, the, the, the vision uh, of, of being a church where all may come to know the, the grace of God and strive to live new and to share the love of Jesus. Uh, there are so many things going on and, and so many people being encouraged by the word that I, I can take a step back and saying, God, this was my plan that I have to wait on, but now I am seeing your purpose as you are building your people in this place to get your church ready at Crosswalk to maybe one day have a church building. And as you think, look at that, I, I pray that you can see the same. If you are in a time of, of waiting, don't waste it. Continue to, to go to the promises of God. Listen to what he has to say and, and see how during this time of waiting, God is getting you done. Let's pray. Dear Lord God, we pray with the psalmist, out of the depths I cry to you, Lord. Lord, hear my voice and let your ears be attentive to my cry for mercy. Thank you, Lord, that you do hear us. Thank you that, that as we go through difficult times, you not only know, but you are there and you answer. We thank you, Lord, that you don't keep a record of sins, but, but rather that you give us full and free forgiveness. And Lord, as we're going through this time of waiting, work hope in our hearts. Help this be a time of growth and building in our hearts so that we trust you more and more. And it's in Jesus' name we pray, amen. And as you go from here today, go with the Lord's blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look on you with favor and give you his peace, amen.